was just vibing so hard to City as Ours that I, like, forgot what Shot in the Dark sounds like for a second. I will remember. It's fine. Girl, my eyes. What time is it? Girl time! Girl time? Maybe? What? what what's this energy you're bringing? <laughs> I was just... I don't know. I was trying to do a bit. I'm just so distressed that you don't know it's girl time, and I wasn't <laughs> expecting to react so strongly to it, but I feel like Gustavo. <laughs> no, it's always girl time! You either die a Logan or live long enough to see yourself become Gustavo. Oh, that's Whoa. not the order that I would expect it to go in, honestly. <laughs> I'm sure there's some stepping stones on the way. I think James... James is like a halfway point. Yeah. Between them. So you're Logan, and then you go for, you go from <laughs> Logan to James? Yeah. Wait, actually, yeah. Yeah. That happened once in the show. That happens in season two. Yeah. So we know Logan... We know we can progress from Logan to James. But can we get from James did- to Gustav? Well, I guess ro- washed up, right? Eventually, James will be a washed up. James Diamond, to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Is Kendall Knight the final stepping stone before Gustavo? Is Carlos just not on that track? Carlos is probably not. Logan. I think Carlos is before Logan, yeah. Okay. Carlos is like when you get so smart... Like, you become so Carlos smart that you get full of yourself and become Logan. Logan swags up to James. <laughs> swags up? Yep. He swags up? Yeah. I'm really excited. He, yeah. he swags? And then James... Um, James definitely takes a character growth step up to Kendall. But I think Kendall... Because, okay, if, we, if we're talking about, like, character growth-wise in the show... Kendall definitely like regresses character growth wise oh, for at sure. one point and it's amazing so I'm like is he swapping with anyone or is it just because the power is shifting so he no longer has it ooh well that definitely is a stepping stone toward Gustavo yeah I think that Gustavo's next step is Griffin no no I, I mean like if we're doing this this order if thing. we're actually doing this because obviously Carlos never becomes Logan. I, I the thing is, is that th- this is nothing. <laughs> we don't. We're not talking about yeah, anything. I'm so and sorry I for am, what I wrought. No, it's okay. I'm obsessed with it, and I love it. But we're, it's also nothing, and I just need to. <laughs> I don't know where to go with it. We're gonna talk about shot in the dark. Which we did yeah. interrupt introducing ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Just, just start it. We'll be fine. Well, I'm Maggie. I'm Ashley. Oh, fuck. It's fine. We can just cut it. We're going to talk about shot in the dark. Not shot through the heart. And you are to blame? And also not the show shot in the dark, which I learned about while looking up information about the song. And not the Aussie song. The Big Time Rush shot in the dark was in the episode Big Time Terror. 
but it was never actually released anywhere like it was never even a single on itunes it wasn't on any of their albums and it was like years later when i don't i don't know who uploaded it but now the full version's on youtube so thank god for that it got leaked in 2013 from what i could tell is that one like everything got leaked at the same time i think so somebody just got everything out there God, I would love to know more about this. I need to see if there's any info. Yeah, that's definitely a mystery to unravel. I feel like that's going to tell us a lot about the the real-life lore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we still doing, like, stats for these things? Because I could not find I got some the stats. BPM or the author. So I just said that it was written by Kendall Knight, James Diamond, and Gustavo Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have the real writers. Um, well, we can say it was in C major, and I know that for sure because I can play it on the ukulele, and that's one of the only keys I can play in. Woo! So, again, thank God for that. <laughs> I love this song, guys. Um, the song. writers. So, one of them is Emmanuel Kiriaku. I probably pronounced that wrong. Uh, don't at me. Sorry. So, he also produced Count on You, and then he co wrote and produced I Know You Know and If I Ruled Ooh. the World. So that's like a decent Ooh. track record. Did he do anything besides Big Time Rush? Probably, but none <laughs> of it like was interesting to me. So <laughs> I fair. didn't write any of it down. But if anyone has that, I, I'm sure they all did really cool stuff with really cool people. I'm just interested in the Big Time Rush situation. It was also written by David Hodges who was in Evanescence. Ooh. That's all I wrote about him, because that seemed exciting enough on its own. Uh, Lindy Robbins, who co-wrote I Know You Know and If I Rule the World with Emmanuel Kariaku and co-wrote Cover Girl with Kendall and Toby Gad, but I don't know who that is. I was excited she wrote it with Kendall. And she co-wrote Stuck. Ooh, nice. And Stuck was also subjected to this, like, it's in the Nickelodeon equivalent of the Disney Vault. It was Stuck was released as a single on iTunes, so at least it had single release situation, which was not afforded to Shot in the Dark. That's so sad because I like Shot in the Dark so much better. <laughs> I love both of them a lot. Oh, the final writer is Jess Cates, who the only th- thing I wrote about her career, which I'm sure is a lot of very impressive things, is that she also wrote a couple of Jonas Brothers songs. Which ones? Uh, let me get that for you. Okay, while you're looking that up, um, Kiriaku? Kiriaku, it's, okay, I should be able to do Greek accent, and I can't, so I can't pronounce his name the way it's supposed to. Um, <laughs> but he's Greek. And he nice. began playing guitar and piano at the age of five. He must have had a really tiny guitar. That's cute. Right. Um, He co-wrote Jason Derulo's It Girl, co-wrote and produced Who Says by Selena Gomez in the scene, and co-wrote and produced Hot Tyler Ray's Tonight Tonight. His music was in, surprise, surprise, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, because he's Greek. Oh, okay. Okay. And he co-produced the Selena Gomez version of Let It Go. There was a Selena Gomez version? Or, I'm sorry, not Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato. I'm thinking about Selena Gomez because he worked with her. Haley and I also had a really in-depth conversation about the Demi Lovato-Selena Gomez friendship over dinner tonight, so <laughs> I'm sure that's not helping. Yeah. Uh, I have the Jonas Brothers songs that Jess Cates wrote. Please. Co-wrote, probably. 
Um, underdog, take a breath and fall from the Jonas LA soundtrack. Um, nice. Take a breath is good. I like that see, one. I don't like I don't like that one. Do <gasps> I like that one? That's the one that's just hold on and see. It's probably fine. Okay. Sorry, I'm only it's thinking okay. about sucker right now, and that's the only one my brain's going to acknowledge for like probably another week, so Oh, she also wrote a bunch of Backstreet Boys songs. Yes. Bless. Bless. Yeah, Kiriaku wrote for Backstreet Boys and New Kids as well. So Hell yeah. There's definitely boy band energy in this. Hell yeah. What I've noticed about a lot of these people who write for Big Time Rush, I've there's a lot of American Idol performers that they write that they wrote for. Even like maybe their solo careers after as well, but I thought that was an interesting trend. Something interesting also, if you take out Lindy Robbins, Shot in the Dark has the same writing credits as David Archuleta's Crush. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know what that means. I haven't heard that song in a decade? More more than that. (laughs) David Hodges co-wrote A Thousand Years. By Christina Perry? Yep. I was gonna just stop after the one, uh, disc- <laughs> like the the one person on Wikipedia, and then I'm getting so much. Like I feel like I'm understanding the song more by doing this, and I wish I had done this before. Mm. I know that's like what we're supposed to do before we come into talking about this, but it's fine. Can I can I critique some of the lyrics? Absolutely. So, um the the pre chorus. <laughs> It's just, it's, I don't know how I would ever go all alone walking on my own is just an eldritch sentence that my brain but, hates. I'm so sorry. it sounds so- good when Kendall sings no, it. No, it sounds good if when you don't he think sings about it. it. <laughs> if you don't think about what any of the words are, it's, it's <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, I, one really quick thing. Um, yeah. On the fandom wiki page, it, it said that in the show, the song was inspired by Kendall and James, who's trying to get Gustavo out of their apartment. <laughs> and all of that's very true. I just really like how that's what they boiled it down to, and I agree. So Yes. Anyway, what we're talking about is in the episode, if you're not familiar or have forgotten, um, Gustavo's living in their apartment because he because of reasons. And they want him to leave, so Kendall and James make up a song called snore in the dark because he snores <laughs> in the dark and they want him to to leave and then gustavo's inspired by their song and then he he <laughs> writes a good song that makes it sound like snore in the dark's not a good song snore that's in the dark not at all what i'm trying to say is a better song yes i wrote down that like angels you were floating to me and that's how it should be um that's that's nothing <laughs> that's just not anything <laughs> Well, before we get more specific, I overall, what the song is about, f- again, it's kind of hard to tell because a lot of it's like nothing, but it seems like right, it's someone weird. in a relationship, and then I think the relationship has ended since then, and they hadn't put their whole heart into it at the time, but now they're realizing, like, I was dumb, and I really should have put it there, and I miss you, and I'm really going to... I'm going to like risk it all to try to be with you again and I'm going to actually like try this time and I'll give right. you everything. So, and it's very sweet actually. I think it's their sweetest song so far. Um their only other 
love song is any kind of guy and i wouldn't call it a love song <laughs> i it's a scary song but yeah it's our only other menacing. romance song but this one's cute it's really interesting that shot in the dark has the same message as the released version of love me again yeah because the vibes of the song are so completely different well because the original I'm just, we're going to get into this a lot later, but the original Love Me Again was, like, too wild for Nickelodeon, right. so they had to dial it back, and they just ended up with Shot in the Dark again. <laughs> I didn't have any lyric discrepancies in this song, which is weird, because usually there's at least, like, a spot where I thought it was something else when I was in middle school, and then I get upset because I was wrong, <laughs> or Logan says something weird, but that didn't happen here. Everything's really normal, mm-hmm. and... Um, <laughs> And the fandom wiki has all the lyrics on there, and then it says in red letters, these lyrics are certified to be accurate, and there is no need to edit them. And <laughs> yeah! I, I was kind of disappointed, <laughs> because it all seemed to check out, but I wanted drama with the fandom wiki. Yeah, I did see that, and it killed me. Um, so the reason I brought up the, like, angels you were floating to me line is because I thought it should... I know it doesn't fit, but I wanted it to be ghosts. Right, because of the episode. Yeah, it should be. And there's a ghost-themed music video for it in the universe of the show. You guys know they wrote this song before they (laughs) wrote any episodes. I would love it to be about a ghost, though. Oh, I have one more lyric complaint. Yes, please. Absolutely. Why Why is it my heart keeps shaking and not my heart keeps breaking? Because they're dumb. Well, like... Like like, four people wrote this song and no one was like... There's, isn't there also a part in Stuck about shaking? Or am I thinking of Paralyzed? All these are the same song. Um. <laughs> I feel like that's a common metaphor or almost like... It's almost like my heart is on the edge of breaking and it's shaking because it's so close to that and I'm terrified. Hey, so it turns out I accidentally lied like three minutes ago. <laughs> I, there, I did have a minor <laughs> lyric discrepancy. Nice. Um, <laughs> I always assumed it was cover up my eyes and just start pacing, but it's stop, which makes sense because I'm going to stop pacing and finally take a shot in the dark. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I didn't think about it that much and thought it was start. And then I started thinking about it and I'm like, why would they, why would that be when that happens? Um, <laughs> so that's my thing for this one. Um, so there's real guitar in this one. Woo! Yeah, it's really great. I have never heard a song that sits on the C major chord as much as this one does, but somehow it works, because that's usually like a breaking point for me, where I can't, but I like this one. I think it's the guitars. It also, it sounds kind of like a Christian rock song. Yeah, I'm trying... It's the other vibe it gives off. I've been trying to place what song specifically it sounds like, and I can't. I sent it to my brother, maybe he'll respond to me while we're recording. I also sent it to my mom to see if she knew, and she said it just sounds vaguely like Time After Time, which I don't know if that's <gasps> what I was thinking of or not. Carlos's vocals, I must highlight, are very, very, very good. Mm-hmm. His, his like, one line? Yes. <laughs> the No matter what happens, no matter how tragic. Oh, and yeah. then he... Also gets one very small part in the second chorus. In the background, he gets to say, he gets to echo, watch the world keep changing. 
but Logan got the first one, so he doesn't even get a whole <laughs> background. Did you calculate? Uh, oh, I which... absolutely did. Okay, cool. Let's hear that. Okay. So I tweaked my formula a little bit because last time I was saying only when the person is singing the lead part of the song, but I really wanted to give them credit for some of this background stuff, like in the second chorus when Logan and Carlos say a little thing, because otherwise they have like nothing. <laughs> they don't, they don't sing lead at all except for the bridge. Um, and also like in the third chorus, because when it's leading from the bridge into the third chorus, Logan gets like this really high note and I enjoyed it a lot and I want him to have credit <laughs> for that. And Logan gets the final take a shot in the dark. It's what they deserve. And Kendall like riffs over the last chorus, which I don't think we get a lot of Kendall riffing. I could be mm-hmm. wrong. I feel like it's just not as memorable as James riffing, but part of it is that he's usually singing melody. Right. Because um, he harmonizes on the shot in the dark to be where you are both times it comes up, but the first time he does like the normal harmony, and the second time he does like an even higher one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. That's all I got there. I just thought about it. I didn't really have an opinion about it. I think it's nice. I just wrote down Logan's run after <laughs> after his bridge, and then I was like, oh, that's exactly. a movie I haven't seen. I really like Kendall's falsettos. Did Kendall have falsetto on this? <laughs> um, he had one word that was falsetto in the first verse. <laughs> I think it's way, the word way. Oh, yeah. But it's, like, really weak. He just... <laughs> kind of goes for it yeah. he doesn't really take a shot in the dark for that one <laughs> but it really sticks out to me every single time <laughs> is it the i know you may not hear me i know you may not hear me yeah <laughs> yeah that was um, good. excuse my vocals <laughs> i think of this so much as a kendall song because he gets the whole first verse and then pre-chorus and then he gets the second pre-chorus too and in the show they play his first verse, the first half of his first verse, and then they play the second pre-chorus. The first one kind of sucks, and I am mad about it because I want it to only be the second one at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but then James sings the lead in the chorus, which I do not think of it as a James song. I will expound on that in a second. First, um, I do have <laughs> the stats for when they get to sing. Yes. Uh, do you want to guess who sings the most? I mean, it's Kendall? gotta be Kendall. It's not. It's James? Yeah. Whoa. Because the choruses are just so long. The mm. choruses are so long, and he sings That's it three times. True. And he gets in the one verse. Kendall's next, though. So James sings 50% of all lead on this song. Kendall's like 35%. Who do you think has the... Who's Who gets third? It's gotta be Logan. Because of that yeah, run. Yeah, it's Logan. Yeah, he gets the run, and then he gets the final shot in the dark at the very end. Carlos had 6%. Logan had 9%. So I'm really interested. I am keeping track of all of this on a spreadsheet. Don't worry. So as time goes on, we can really see the trends of who they let sing and who they do not. And I think (laughs) it is going to keep staying in the James and Kendall (laughs) territory. So we'll see how that one pans out. Um, I just took a few notes on the ghost video. Yes, I pulled it up to kind of refresh myself. And the video that I pulled up, first of all, had, like, for some reason it started off with the opening of any kind of guy with, like, the Polaroids. Interesting. Um, 
which scared me and I was afraid that I hit the wrong <laughs> video and then it just jumps right into the right video um and also one of the comments is from four years ago and it's um it's supposed to say I love James Maslow but they accidentally typed Y instead of I like the letter Y so and it's just Y <laughs> love James Maslow and I really like that um so I did want to share that real quick <laughs> Why I love him, certainly not for his live performances of Shot in the Dark. Um, but yes, let's talk about the ghost music video, because I love it. I actually don't have that many notes about the video itself, but um, there's this lovely synth transition into the song um, in the episode that does not exist in the studio version, and I miss it. And also, I just enjoy that Gustavo is playing the piano in the background, even though <laughs> yes. not any Wait, piano. Wait, is that when he's on the really tiny piano? Yes. yes. Sorry, I haven't watched this video in two weeks, <laughs> but two weeks ago when Haley and I did watch it, we watched it for a discrete time, so each time we could watch a different boy. Mm-hmm. And we started with <laughs> Carlos, which was a mistake, because he was the most fun to watch. He's yeah, wearing he was the, wildest. the shiniest leather jacket I yeah. have ever seen. It looks like a garbage bag. Affectionate. Parentheses. <laughs> okay, I just pulled it up just so I could, like, take a look at what's... Oh, his hoodie's so good, though. And Carlos was wearing that hoodie with, like, the big blocks of color on it. And I want it. Mm-hmm. The ghost music video switches back and forth between they're on, like, the set of the show in the Palmwoods lobby with the ghost cam on them with, like, the green night vision. And then also it switches to them in the studio performing it and then Gustavo sitting behind them on a very tiny piano. Mm-hmm. Um, I noted that Logan's outfit in the studio, it's, like, the quintessential Logan outfit where it's, like, a, a white button-up with the mm-hmm. sleeves rolled up and a tie and a vest. That's very, always comforting. Very Logan. Mitchell. Yeah, not so much Logan Henderson, huh? Mm-mm. That's a good point. But um, Logan is also just not in a lot of the shots in the oh. music video. They just, like, oh my God. show it's so the funny. other three. <laughs> and then you can see, like, his arm or something just cut off on the edge, and it's so funny. <laughs> or if he is there, to like, immediately pan to, like, yeah. <laughs> to bring him off the screen. It's it, it killed me. Or there's definitely a part where he's just completely obscured by Carlos's head. <laughs> Oh, man. Watching the music video and specifically looking for Logan is really fun. Yeah. No, I would recommend the experience of watching it. I don't know if you need to watch it four times for every boy. Just watch watch it for Carlos and then try to find Logan. I think yeah. those are the only two you need. I think James and Kendall are, like, pretty normal. And then um, they're usually in the middle of the screen, so they're just kind of there. Yeah. There's a lot of them, like, looking at each other. There's at least one shot where Kendall just doesn't seem like he's prepared for the yeah where kendall just doesn't seem like he's prepared for the camera to be rolling and i thought that was fun as well yeah absolutely um it's very fun there's little pieces of paper flying everywhere both in the studio and on the set i think so i don't know how the ghost papers got in the studio as well i guess gustavo just really liked the stephanie king vibe that she had set up (laughs) um and just kind of continued that oh we get a uh a a quintessential candle cardigan in the studio yes, portion. absolutely. So it's the candle cardigan next to the Logan vest. I think James is just wearing, like, a jacket, like a blazer, which is also a blazer with a v-neck, yeah. So that's very James. Mm-hmm. James, when he's not in the studio, is wearing a different v-neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a graphic tee, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
He wears a lot of graphic tees. It's turquoise. So the most recent Shot in the Dark experience I made Haley share with me. Um, Because I had forgotten to do it yesterday. It wasn't my favorite experience. No, it sucked. And I knew I had to do it, though. And I... I definitely need to bring an element of rage to every episode just to like mix things up a little bit. So this is it for this one. So get ready. Uh, when they perform it live, it should be a jam because the song itself is a jam. But instead, they put James up on stage with, a, with an electric piano all by himself. And he sings it as a ballad. No. All by himself. And also what? he's usually not wearing sleeves. One of them, he was wearing leather, black leather pants and a black tank top with a denim vest over it. Um, and then that contrasted greatly with the one where he just looked like a guy. He's wearing just <laughs> normal jeans and sneakers and then like a flannel. He looked alarmingly like just a guy. It was like, yeah, that was the hardest one to look at, which is wild because I'm always praying for him to right. just be a guy. <laughs> and then when he finally is, it's unnerving. <laughs> Anyway, um, I don't care for it. I'm sure other people out there have different opinions. I think it made it. It's the most boring song in the entire world because of what James did to mm-hmm. it. He doesn't do that much exciting stuff on the piano. At first, he just like plays the chord and then holds it for four beats, and then he mixes it up by like playing, you know, quarter notes on the chords. And he does do like a little solo at the end, but you can't hear it in any of the videos because everyone's screaming at James. Which is, I think I would also be screaming at him. Maybe not for the same reasons, right. but this would make me scream if I was there, I think. There's nothing else to do. Yeah, there's nothing else to hear. Like, people don't want to listen to it, so might as well scream James's name. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like, James! <laughs> like, like, they're trying to get his attention. Yeah, just like, hey, James! <laughs> James, I'm going to the store. What do you want, James, from the store? It's fun, though. I love seeing people get hyped for Big Time Rush in these videos. Uh, When James performs it live, it then segues into the art of moving on. So at the very end of his piano solo, you see Kendall coming on stage with Dustin behind him, and they have acoustic guitars. We didn't listen to any of those because Mm -hmm. I'm sure they sounded fine. I trust Kendall. We got a lot of, like, tank top Kendall, which is an interesting vibe. One that I'm not used to because I don't watch a lot of live performances, but when I do watch them, I know that he's going to be wearing a tank top. There's one where he came out, and it sticks with me because you said he looks kind of like a pirate, and I think about it all the time. (laughs) It was just, like, a really ratty, big, like, loose tank top and then, like, rolled up pants. I don't know. <laughs> it was great. He was really going for it with all the dance did moves, he look as like, usual. Did he look like Peter? Or did he no. just look like a pirate? Okay. We're probably not leaving any of this in, but if we are, um, <laughs> Peter is Haley's fiance, and I take great joy in the fact he looks kind of like Kendall Schmidt, because that's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but for- and Haley has to live with this. <laughs> but for the record... Kendall Schmidt was, no offense, not my favorite member of Big Time Rush, and I didn't think he was attractive. (gasps) Yeah, so it's not that I'm with Peter because he looks like Kendall Schmidt, because that would suck. And I didn't realize this until, like, a solid 
two years into the relationship. <laughs> Did you start liking Kendall more after you started dating Peter? We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> no, I think that's like a normal thing, though. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, Peter's cuter. Sorry, Kendall. I'm not sorry, actually. I, you're, you're fine. You're just a guy. I'm sorry. I don't know you. <laughs> Do we want to be really mean to anyone else? No, just Kendall. No, because Logan didn't do anything weird, so I can't be mean to him. You're mean to James. Look, James did a terrible thing, and I'm really mad about it. Yeah. And they just let him, they just let him get up there. I was thinking about how in the show, they would, if they had continued writing Snore in the Dark, how the bridge lyrics would sound. And I think what I've got is, I know that you're gonna be there, you'll always be there, no matter what happens, it's always so tragic, cause the clock stops ticking, the world stops spinning, you'll never say goodbye. Oh, it's so real, this is amazing. <laughs> I also definitely messed up Logan's part, but shh, it's fine. Alright, hopefully I didn't get too mean to James at the end, um... I would have loved to end this on a more positive note. Uh, I do love this song. It's an amazing song. Full version is on YouTube. We should be back with another um, episode. Episode. We're going to watch an episode of the TV show and talk about it next time. I'll put it that way. Probably. We'll see what happens. Well, thank you for listening to From Rushers with Love. It's been nice to hang out with you guys and talk about this. Um, our logo was created by... Molly May on Instagram. That link is in our bio. Uh, check out her stuff. She's really cool. All right. I have to go. My pants are cold. All right. I think that's enough. That's ending. enough. Not dark. Yeah. All right. Bye. 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 Girl, my.